I'm Dr. Gene Hansen. For more than 25 years, I've been answering your financial questions on Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. This is Money Talks, providing honest, straightforward answers to your financial questions. This broadcast of Money Talks originally aired Saturday, March 28, 2020. The only thing we have to fear... The economic health of this nation has been... ...for essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline... Read. ...in the dollar... It's a late rally on Wall Street... ...too big to fail... ...growing the economy... ...growing the economy... It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Monitor. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon. Here, tell you what. You gotta rehearse that after all these years. No, the the iPad died. (laughs) Well, look, Gene. You know, as soon as you said "What up, fam?" I don't even know what that means. I, I, you know, so look, we, we uh, you guys don't talk millennial. Well, look, the A team is here, bro. Okay, yeah, we pulled, down, yeah, we, we dusted t- him off. We got out the, the we dusted. He's the, eighty now. We dusted him off. Did you say the age team was here? The age, <laughs> the age team. Yeah, we 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 we, we lysoled him down. We we, yeah. we bubble wrapped him. We put him in the corner. Yeah, but he he's is Corona out. safe. We got him. <laughs> Although he's got a lime, so he's doing okay. Yeah, well, Corona and lime, right? I know it's. I know I shouldn't be joking. Yeah. I get it, but come on. All you do is watch TV all day. There's no good news anywhere. That's not how we're going to do it here. Yeah, I hear you there. A um, bit depressing if you uh, just pay attention to the uh, the news. But uh, we well, hold on now. I mean, the week's not over, but I feel like no, we we've got had a, a pretty we good got week. A little bit of news, yeah. But the, I mean, you look at economic news. Let's don't even talk about it. <laughs> if you look at uh, hey, the hey, cavalry, hey, we're, up three, hey, hey, we're up three days in a row. Yeah. They're saying up, the worst, the, the worst month. We're up almost twenty percent. That's true. The worst month since the Great Depression, and the best week since the Great Depression. Yeah, that goes back to <laughs> why in the world would you sell after the news gets real bad, right? Yeah, I mean, what, uh, you don't yeah. you don't get to participate. Well, we don't in the know whether we're at the bottom. We never know whether we're at no. the bottom or not. But at least I can thank the market for at least quelling some phone calls to all my poor employees who are working from home. <laughs> We've been trying to put out this fire of sell, sell, sell. Right. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, one of the probably most specific places uh, in the energy patch, if you look over the last 12 months, energy has lost uh, more than half of its uh, its market cap, which uh, that bites. But uh, S&P 500, if you look 12 months, 6.14% loss. Information technology is the only positive sector, uh, up 12%. Uh, like I said, energy down 51.46%. Most of that's recent. Um, energy's been kind of trailing off, but obviously we've covered that here uh, with uh, the energy situation. Uh, you know, we're having, we got ringside seats to Saudi Arabia and uh, Russia, seeing who can uh, outproduce the other uh, in the middle of a crisis where, you know, you would think they would want a little more um Per barrel, but uh, the price of oil right now is lower than it was February 11th, 2016, when uh, we started seeing a few issues with uh, Saudi Arabia where they couldn't pay certain bills for their employees that were working out of country. Um, If I have one bit of advice for anybody who invests, check out some awesome dividend-paying energy stocks today. 
today, right now. Uh, although they have rebounded significantly, we've seen from the bottom, uh, which was what about the 18th, 19th of uh, March, uh, in energy at least, we have seen uh, companies like um, Royal Dutch Shell add 35%. We've seen uh, Marathon Petroleum, that's up over 20%. Uh, Oil is not sustainable at these low levels. Before you know it, every homer bucket at the Home Depot is going to be full of oil, and uh, they're not going to have any place to put it. So, uh, Troy, what are some of the dividend yields on these currently? Yeah, you have, those, I, at, you have those figures at hand? I, I don't. Uh, specifically, I, I did look at a couple yesterday. The two that I just mentioned, I will tell you, uh, Marathon Petroleum was paying 11%. 2.6 times covered. Do we own it? They, we did, yes. Our clients. We did or do? Uh, we do. Okay. Yeah. We owned it yesterday and still do today. <laughs> okay, just checking. Yeah. Uh, 11% dividend. Uh, like and, I say, uh, you say it covered two and a half times, which two, means yeah. the cash flow is sufficient covers to cover it two and a half times. Exactly. Well, yeah. 2.6. In all fairness, though, when was that last reported? Well, yeah, and now, Bill, that is a good point. Uh, it, it was last reported at the end of last quarter. So, right. uh, you know, we, we still know that uh, oil is down significantly from where it was uh, a month ago, uh, definitely down from where it was at the end of last year, which is where we would have gotten that report. So uh, it, it, still, 2.6 times, I think you're probably pretty safe. Oil hasn't well, I, I would, more than I would, cut in half. I would say keep in mind that all this oil – is sitting in the ground, and the marginal cost of it is zero. Right. So that they could pump oil and sell it at 20-some dollars a barrel, and while they're, quote, theoretically not making money, they're paying all their employees and they're paying their dividend. Right. And and the thing, I mean, to that point, Dr. Gene, you, you look at uh, what happened last time. Back in February of uh, 2016, as I already referenced uh, we were already seeing uh, those companies that uh, produce through fracking the new technology where they can uh, drill a hole horizontally in the ground and push uh, fluid in and get the oil as it comes back out. Uh, those companies continued pumping the oil. They just wouldn't drill a new hole. Correct. And that's exactly what you're talking about. So if, uh, you know, if they've got... Uh, uh, production already in process. They've they've continued with that. Uh, they do have cash flow. They just don't have. It's not profitable to continue creating new, uh, you know, right. new exploration and, and production uh, operations. So, um, all things considered, I feel pretty safe now. Uh, Royal Dutch Shell. You had asked. I didn't finish that one, but it was over 10% dividend yield yesterday. Uh, well, I say yesterday, Wednesday of last week, um, <clears throat> and and it's covered about 1.2 times, I think. So that one might be a little more questionable. But, That's correct. Uh, yeah. You know, Marathon Petroleum at, at over two times coverage. I, I feel pretty certain that's uh, that's a good thing. Now, in the middle of this whole process, uh, they they already showed that they're they're willing to uh, change things if they need to. They had a bid in to buy Speedway and decided not to do it. Well, keep this in mind, too, as Bill had mentioned the other day when we were talking, and that is, is that let's just say they, have to, they cut their dividend in half. You're looking at a 5%. Right. Yeah, it's still a handsome I mean, return. I mean, so, you know, um, oil companies are loath to do that. Uh, other, other places aren't so much, like Ford cut their dividend, but that's not, that's not unusual in the automobile industry. But in the oil industry, it is. So right. uh, I think that's 
are there any other places in the marketplace, Bill? Has anybody been talking to you? Well, in terms of dividends, I mean, I think there are some really good. I mean, look, look at Verizon, AT and T. I mean, they're they're paying really nice dividends, and I don't think anybody's really worried about them going out of business. And right, I mean, look, even Disney. I mean, some of these stocks have really gotten beaten up as if. No one's well, ever, no, no one's ever going to Disney World again. Ever, right. ever. It's never yeah. going to happen. And I bet they're not sitting at home right now watching the new Disney Plus that they just <laughs> pumped out last year on a Verizon telephone line. That's probably true. Or, or AT&T. On an AT&T line. <laughs> I mean, if you think just a little bit, you can figure out the companies that really haven't been impacted by this whole work-from-home situation. Well, well, Gene, we only got about two minutes here before the break. Yeah. But I, when we come back, what, you know, one of the things, you know, when Roger was here yesterday, we were just talking about reality of, of how impactful shutting down the type of economy we have mm-hmm. um, is and how long it really takes to sort of crank that engine back up, if you will. So yep. uh, actually, Troy, why don't we why don't we break a little bit early and then come back? That way we can have a little longer segment on the Sure, the yeah, we can do that. Uh, one thing before we go, though, I, I uh, do want to mention, and I don't want to cause a flood of automobiles on uh, Cherokee Street in Kennesaw, but uh, I saw gasoline at the 76 on uh, Cherokee Street in Kennesaw for a dollar 49. I bought it this week. <laughs> Filled up. I usually dollar cost average gas, Dr. Gene. <laughs> you would be quite proud of me. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think I got three quarters of a tank, but that way I can buy regular and still meet my octane qualifications. There you go. Yeah, and that was the octane price, so I'm sure the others have followed, but uh, that's uh, I think both of you guys wow. frequent that spot, so yeah. uh, why All right. Not, why not we'll check it break. out. We'll be right back. Yeah, we will. Money talks. We'll be right back. Then we had the best economy we've ever had. And then one day you have to close it down in order to defeat this enemy. When things go wrong, knowledge is his power. This is Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Bill. Uh, what did we decide? Three quarter bill? Well, that was then. I don't know. Now about 80 cent. We're, we're about 80, 80 cent bill. Here with 80 cent bill <laughs> and uh, the good doctor, Dr. Gene Hensler. On the radio show that he founded, created back in the 80s. Man, that's a minute And ago. speaking of that, he is 80. How about that? He turned 80 this yeah. this month, actually. Yeah, How about a great is. month yes, for yes, you? Yes, I did. Like fine wine. I'm just getting <laughs> yes. better with age. <laughs> there you go. We had, to, we had to dust him off and bring him out. There you go. <laughs> you know, we've got these, we got these crises, Gene. How many of these crises have you well, seen in your is, lifetime? What this, what this is, a crisis with Bernie. There you go. Well, it got passed. When, you it know, got passed. Yeah. Uh, when the when this whole market started to turn a little bit, you know, there were people saying it was because Bernie had done so well uh, in the in the in the. Uh, I, first poll. of all, I I believe if I was a betting man, Gene, and I realize we don't speculate on this show, but I would bet we're not at the bottom yet. Yeah. No. We. <laughs> you know, we just got the first piece of economic news this week. Three point almost three point three million uh, jobless new jobless claims. Uh, that's that's probably the the tip of the iceberg, I would think. We're going to yeah, see a lot but, more. Uh, Troy, that was telegraphed really well. Right. I mean, there wasn't anybody who these traders, whatever they want to call themselves, who, who move money in and out, didn't know. It didn't surprise me that the market didn't go down when that came out. And that was actually what? Below forecast? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, um, 
I, however, <clears throat> I think the economic impact has hit now on the unemployment rate about as hard as it can because no one is open. Correct. Except for what's supposed to be open, drugstores, gas stations. Uh, you know, you could Groceries. the amount of money that uh, other than pure takeout restaurants, it, 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 they're, they're done, and those people have applied for unemployment pronto. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them. They were they're not going to linger. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't think of a slow, you know what I'm saying, a slow process of people applying for unemployment. Doggone it, you need it, you file right away. Well, the first thing you do, you walk out the door when you're let go, and you go to the unemployment office. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So, Gene, look, you're a Ph.D. in finance. You've seen this, not necessarily this particular crisis, but, you know, in our boardroom we have a wall that talks about all the crises that have happened since 1900. And so while we didn't know it was going to be this, we knew it would be something, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. I sent something out to the to the clients, and it, it's – Always something. We have a bear market on average, what, every six years? Yeah, roughly. And, I mean, to be, am I shocked that it's, it's, it's COVID-19? Absolutely. I remember sitting, standing in the office watching television when those planes flew into that building. Right. Shocking. Who'd ever thought of something like that? These things are always shocks to the system. No computer is ever going to work after 2000. <laughs> Y2K. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one we forecasted you. that didn't come through, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, so what I, I'm, I'm saying is is that I'm not making light of this. Right. But this isn't 1918. Right. We've got great medical care. We've got a much healthier population. And for the vast majority of the people, this has very little impact on. In fact, you're talking now about how many people have had it and gotten rid of it, in a sense, who may have passed it on, but they're, now they're immune. So it, it's people like me, if you're ancient, it, it's a very dangerous thing to catch this thing. And I personally have a, my own respirator and RN here. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> just joking, folks. Yeah. <laughs> just, just kidding. Right. <laughs> well, look, okay, so we, we've got a major shock to the system. Correct. We've we basically, you know, thrown a monkey wrench into gears that were just grinding away. Right. How long does it take to restart that? Uh, a month. You think? Well, I'm just simply saying is it depends on how he goes about it. But the bottom line is, is you say, let's say uh, our friend who opens the, uh, who, who owns the uh, re- restaurant at the airport. You say, okay, you can open. Now what? Well, I mean, got to get all his waiters and waitresses and the cooks and the supplies in, yeah, and everything else. So for him, he might be able to set it up in ten days. Your hairdresser can go right back to work probably. Your haircut. But do you think everybody? Kind of do you think from a from a, a consumer standpoint of view? So let's just say I don't know. Let's 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 call it May first, and we get the all clear. Are you not going to? Be like, hmm, I'm not sure I want to go to that crowded movie theater tonight because I'm still a little bit worried. Well, I will tell you this. I'll be at the club and running a cart and playing golf. <laughs> that's fair. I understand. Okay. In my case, there's instant turnaround. Okay, that's fair. And, and, and there's going to be a tremendous amount of demand. You know, uh, you know, 
whenever you get, I'm not saying we're jamming them in at the office, but we people spaced out and we have less than 10 people there at any time. We're following all the rules and everything else like that. But all the women can talk about is who's going to do their nails. That's true. Who's going to give them a haircut? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, all these service kind of things. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I want to buy stock in nail supplies. Or something. <laughs> there you go. Because the demand, is, the demand is pent up. Right. And if consumers have money in their pocket and they have their jobs, and there's a surprising amount of people who are still actually working, Bill. No, there are. Absolutely. You know, no one, we haven't cut anybody from our payroll. Nope. And I don't anticipate thank you, by doing the way. that. Well, no, no, no. Hold on. First of all, thank me. Second of all, oh, I was thank, thinking about cutting his. Yeah, I was thinking about cutting his. <laughs> <laughs> he's just well, a, he's an insurance liability is oh, how okay. I view him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but if you talk to uh, all the people who are who are supplying the kind of services we provide, attorneys are still working. Yeah. You know, I mean, doctors obviously are still working. Sure. And so what you're really looking at, is, I think, is manufacturing plants which will give the giant key to this doggone thing. And my suspicion is is that will be opened on, like, people in Nebraska start building cars again or in Alabama. I don't care whether Detroit says we are, we're not going to open up. If states, remember, they can veto this. The governor of Michigan can say, you stay in kind and you don't open those plants. Right, yeah, right. Okay? But I'm saying if you go to Alabama, who's got a ton of plants, down there, and that you say, Alabama, you can open up if you want to. What do you think what they're going to do? They're going to start building Kias. They're going to start building Hondas. They're going to start building all that stuff. You tell Tennessee that, they're going to do it too. Right. You know, it's very seldom that I would take uh, take my cues from China, but in this case, uh, I know that uh, Friday the 20th, it was reported that uh, their factories are back online. I, I listened to uh, CEO of Qualcomm this week talk about how uh, manufacturing has begun again in earnest with uh, cell phones and, and various other things. In fact, they were talking in China that uh, it seems as if it could be a V-shaped recovery, but now their worry is that we, the consumer, the global consumer, if you will, uh, are not ready and willing to buy the products that they're manufacturing. But uh, they were closed for, what was it, nearly two months, I believe, uh, before they got back online. Um, but uh, like I say, traffic jams and... and uh, uh, industrial production is is back pretty much in earnest. Yeah, and you know the supply chain it takes a while to fill it because you know they ran for a week or two without ordering anything, and so right. there's going to be a tremendous economic recovery. I I, I, I try a V shape sounds like the only way that this is, this will turn around. Yeah, that's absolutely. If it does, if it's not a V shape, it could drag on for ages. Right. Yeah, that's that's what some are calling for. But uh, again, you know, it's it's hard to say. We aren't uh, uh, communist country, so we can't necessarily. Right. There's politics about where the governors are going to own it, where the unions want to go back to the plant. Right. There's all sorts of we call exogenous variables to the national policy, and uh, but I think overall uh, we'll come roaring back and. Um, and especially when you have, and you know, politics aside, we have a president who's such a rooter, you know, and a, a homer and wants things to get rolling again, doggone it. Right. Um, I think that's helpful. Yeah. I, uh, Bill and I were talking earlier, too, and he made mention of uh, part of the, the uh, government stimulus package that we got uh, is actually encouraging those public companies to get back to – uh, bring their employees that might, they might have laid off before because in order to get uh, some of the 
the funding they they actually have to uh they have to have the employees it's uh it's yeah you we know, can, can't yeah i want to get on. into this bill gene when we come back from the break okay. but before that i want to just talk about some things that people may not know going on here in georgia so we talked about the fact that last week that you don't have to file your taxes until july 15th um georgia department of revenue has automatically extended everybody to follow that same rule that happened earlier this week Georgia vehicle registrations that expire between March 16th and May 14th are being extended. Um, this is May 15th. Oh, through, I'm sorry. I misread that. May 15th. So anything between March 16th and May 14th, you don't have to worry about till May 15th. Uh, anybody with Georgia driver's licenses that are expiring between March 14th and June 30th will get a 60-day extension. Georgia presidential primaries postponed until May 19th, and they are strongly recommending you absentee ballot. That's all I ever do. But yeah, me too. Um, all licensed Georgia pharmacists now are permitted to dispense 90 days worth of supply. That's uh, a big deal. That is a big deal, whether you have a remaining refill or not. So, yeah. wow. you know, you don't have to worry about them calling the doctor and having to wait a whole bunch. The other thing that some people I don't think understand, and it's it's the way Pat explained it to me, is that Georgia employers are required to fill out even partial unemployment insurance claims. And if they do so, then um, it won't count against them. The feds will help. You know, like we pay into the ah, insurance. Ah, gotcha. Okay, you know, I see. It, okay. As an employer, we pay in, you know, there's SUDA and FUDA, right, yeah. you know, state unemployment, federal unemployment. Sure. So you pay into your account. If you don't have a lot of unemployment claims and your rate goes down, if you have a lot, your rate goes up. Um, but here the the feds that's are going to backstop you. But you got to report it if you lay somebody off. Yeah, that, well, that's good because that that's uh, that's excellent. Uh, yeah, you. I think I hate to say this, but you know, there's some thought going into some of these things that say, what can we do to make things easier for the smaller guy? Right. It does and, feel different. Uh, that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that really helps out the small businessman. No, 100%. And it, it feels a lot different this time than it did in 08 and 09, at least from the way they're trying to solve the problem. Unless, of course, you want to have tax credits for windmills and stuff. That, I'm sorry, was I digressing? I think we got a break here, so we'll come back and complain right, about that. I'll see you at the Kennedy Center. We spent $36 million. Let's go see what it did. There you go. Right. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line. Social distancing. Small groups. Reacting to the unexpected. Takes a lot of knowing. Self-quarantine. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Dr. Gene Hensler and Bill Laco. Uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, what's going on in the uh, financial markets and the economy. If you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can call our question hotline at 1 855 429 9166. The way it works, you'll listen to our voice. Uh, message, uh, leave yours right behind, including your question. We play it on the air and then answer your question right behind it. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can also call and talk to a human being, believe it or not, uh, 770-429-9166. Ask for the radio show or Kelly Lynn, and uh, she'll get it all figured out and get your question to us. Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can reach us at drgene at hensler.com. That's spelled D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Or you can go on our website, hensler.com, and uh, you can find a lot of answers to the questions you might have, as long as they're broad enough, maybe nothing real specific, but uh, 
we would uh, would love to hear from you. We'd love to answer your questions as well. All right, Gene, so let's talk about the act that passed the Senate. Okay. Theoretically should pass the House tonight or tomorrow. I say theoretically because you just never know what those bozos are going to do. Uh, but I say that because I like Bozo the Clown. Remember Bozo the Clown? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean, that was a, that's I think, a, that wasn't derogatory think, at all. No, I think our, our that was uh, the guy who was on the t- Today Show for years. What <laughs> <was his name? laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I think our producer is afraid of clowns, though. I don't know if you guys knew that, so maybe the conversation oh, turns ugly. Yeah, I suppose that's true. So, so this is called the CARES Act, Corona Aid Relief Economic Security Act. They must have somebody on staff that just yes that does that. That's probably worth thirty-five million bucks, right there. Yeah, oh yeah, at least. So, uh, look, you know, they're, we're going to just kind of focus on small business and what really matters. Um, I know they're going to bail out the, the the aircraft carriers and Boeing and and you know that kind of stuff, which is to be expected. Um, but th- they're putting 350 billion dollars into the SBA program called the Paycheck Protection Program, which will allow um, people like us, Gene, to to borrow and keep our staff on payroll or uh, on the payroll, um, uh, bars, restaurants, that kind of thing. So you're going to need to go to an SBA lender. Uh, they are going to allow any national bank who might not even be an SBA lender to lend via the SBA through this program. So you can pretty much go to any bank. So you can go to any bank. Yeah. Now, you know, this is where the sticky wicket is. So they pass everything. The president signs it on Saturday or whatever day it is. It's going to take them a few weeks to figure out how to actually do it. The Department right. of Treasury has to, you know, send the guidelines down. My understanding is they've been working on it. Um, and there are some, some things that you can already be prepared for. Here's what I can tell you you're going to have to have. You're going to have to have your financial statement, personal financial statement, your financials from from your business. I guarantee they're going to want to see your payroll, right? How else will they give you the loan if they oh, don't know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Question. So there's things you can be doing as a consumer uh, or as a as a as a uh, business owner rather uh, to be prepared for this. So talk to your CPA. Make sure you got your financials probably year to date, but at minimum through the end of 2019. Uh, most of us haven't filed our taxes, so you just have to prove extensions and get your personal financial statement in order. I'm not sure why that matters for this program, but I will have and talk to a few SBA lenders now. They say it's sort of standard fare that you have to have that. So I'd be I'd be working on it now. So when the rules come down, you can go. You're right ready to, to go. Yeah, you're ready to go. There's no reason. You're to first in line. That's right. Um, there's actually two programs. The f- one one is there now. It's called the uh, Corona. Uh, coronavirus disaster SBA program, um, and Georgia falls into that category. But that's a different scenario than this because under the current under the CARES program, some of the money will be forgiven if you keep your employees on the payroll through what I'm hearing is September 30th. So basically March 15th through yeah, September. Yeah, it becomes a grant. It turns into a grant rather Correct. than a loan if right. you keep the people on the payroll for, you say September, that's not asking for much. Well, I mean, yeah, no, it's not. But, I mean, you know, there there may be some businesses that we're hanging on to start with, and this may be the death nail. Yeah. I got um, you. Um, but I think for for the majority of the businesses that really just want to keep their employees on the payroll um, and, and if the, you know, have no reason to think, like, you know, like a dental office that has patients. Right. That, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they want to get their teeth clean when they can, and they're going to come back. So, um, you know. That's a good thing, I think. And it yeah, will. It'll turn out to be a, a, I, got, I got a phone call from a, a dentist. I had an appointment to finish off something, some procedure. They said only emergencies till after till after April 16th. Right. Something Currently. like that. So, yeah, that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, I mean, the, the, you know, so you could, 
right now go to the SBA and get under this disaster program where they'll lend up to $2 million at 3.75% interest for 30 years, um, which is not a bad scenario, actually. Jim, I, we we, we, I, that's what I was just thinking of when I was reading it. I'm like, why didn't we ever go talk about this? Um, not that we actually need the money, but, you know, that's cheap money. Hey, yeah. it's 3.7, I take it, and I buy... <laughs> Wait, one of the oil Marathon taxes. Oil. <laughs> there you go. Get you some dividends. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, that is there for you um, if you need it, and then um, this program as well. Now, mind you, this is the Senate's version, so we don't know what's going to come out of the House, although we're being told they're going to pass it as is. I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, no doubt. They're, um, they're trying well, there's to keep... going to be a two and a three, so I suspect this might go through pretty fast. Yeah, well, I hope so. They're saying that uh, they prefer not to call the House back uh, from their districts. They're, they're going to try to do this in, a, in an unprecedented way so that, uh, you know. It's like it's acclamation. Quickly. They can do that. Right. Yep. Well, and, you know, part of what the loan can be used for is payroll, mortgages, rent, insurance premiums, and utility payments. So, And, and they're going to have $10 million per company available. So you, you've got a scenario here where they can really help small businesses out. Um, I'm not sure that all of that will be forgivable. I think what I'm hearing is it's going to be the um, wages. Well, if it's a 30-year loan, I don't see why it should be forgivable. Well, that's that's the other program I'm talking about under the CARES program. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, so you got to figure out which one's right for you because you can't do both. So that's where actually talking to an SBA lender probably will make some sense. Um, there's also some tax provisions here. Um, the, the main one is um, so we can we can defer as an employer our share of the payroll tax for 2020 and pay it 2021 and 2022. So if really, we, yep, it's a big deal. Um, and uh, there's no there's no uh, penalty. No penalties or interest, at least under this bill. Okay. Um, the other scenario is you can take your losses, so they're assuming you'll have losses in 2020. They're actually saying any tax losses you had in 18, 19, and 20, you can go back five years and amend and take them against the previous five years' profits. It used to be three years, wasn't it? Yep. 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 Okay. So there's some interesting things here. Um, it says creation of a new temporary refund payroll tax credit for companies who keep workers on the payroll during COVID-19 pandemic, up to $5,000 per worker. So, you know, that's real money to a firm that employs 100 people, right, Gene? I would think. So, I mean, these are these things will help, um, you know, along the way. There's obviously the health care provisions, which is going to help all the health care people. The, the other big deal, which I think was the one they were arguing over quite a bit, was unemployment insurance. And so they're going to increase the unemployment insurance by $600 a week for up to four months, uh, above the state's unemployment, I believe in Georgia we we're at like three thirty a week. I believe. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure on that number, but that's a that's a big boost, right? I mean, that should pay some rent, you know. No doubt that that was uh, the big sticking point uh, when we saw this thing on. Yeah, the they wanted to pay everybody, done. didn't they, Troy? Everybody a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, it was something like that. And they said and people don't make that right. Exactly. Well, the the point was they didn't want to incentivize people not to work, not to work. and they would have been making more and. Uh, in drawing unemployment than they would have if they had worked, you know, normally. Uh, the argument on the other side was uh, that certain parts of the country that the the amount, the original amount wasn't enough uh, to incentivize them because we have, uh, I mean, working in California or New York City is much different than right here in Georgia. Uh, cost of living is much different. Your wages are different. So, uh, you know, it, it was uh, a big sticking point. And I think Lindsey Graham from South Carolina was the one that started that. And then uh, 
Mr. Sanders, as you had mentioned, oh, Gene, uh, came through and said, you know, if they, if only one senator said no, uh, it killed the whole thing um, because of the the fact that they were meeting basically by video, uh, yep. which is usually not allowed. But they had um, Rand Paul and some of the others that had had they had already tested positive for COVID-19. So. Uh, uh, it was all such difference, but uh, you know we got to see firsthand again how our uh, our government works. Uh, good, bad, indifferent, you decide. Yeah. Well, Gene, the other uh, the other other provision that really stands out to me for individuals is they're going to send checks out of twelve hundred dollars for individuals and twenty four hundred dollars for married couples, as well as five hundred dollars per children per child. Excuse me. Um, but the income. Well, yeah. So the income thresholds are seventy five thousand. For individuals and 150,000 for married couples, um, okay. which will then phase out up to 99,000 and 198, uh, 198,000. Um, so, uh, you know, that's going to obviously give well, you an infusion. Well, that's going to be a, a, a plus on top of that can file for unemployment. Right. Or they and keep their job. And they, I don't, is it either or? No, you get both. That's what I thought. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not opposed to this, by the way. I, I you know, uh, I, I think that. This will jolt people back to reality. Uh, people who, who own a rental property will say, hey, look, you got this check and you got this. Right, need to pay your you rent. You need to pay your rent. We'll right. find somebody else who, who won't. Well, that's why, I mean, this makes some sense, right? I mean, if, if they're going to yeah. allow us as employers to get rebated back via the SBA or payroll tax or whatever, then there's no reason for us to lay off anybody, right? right. And if we did lay somebody off, then this gives you every incentive in the world to bring them back on the payroll, they're going to have some money in their pocket to be able to spend, which means they can pay their rent, they can pay their mortgage payment, and then the system doesn't clog up. You don't have a whole lot of defaults. I mean, that's a nasty proposition yeah. there. And, and, Bill, I'd like to say is that there isn't an employer out there who wants to lay good staff off. 100%. They are so hard to find. They are so valuable. What about bad staff like you? Is that was that? Where <laughs> I listen, Riz, us right now. I am overhead, man. Look at me, just like Lynn. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna break here for a a quick what was a shameless profits timeout yes, yes. or something. I don't know. So no doubt. We'll be right back. You're listening to Money Talks. When you have money, you start investing in your future. When you start investing in your future, you start worrying you'll make mistakes. Oops. When you start worrying you'll make mistakes, you can't sleep at night and watch infomercials. Pick up cat hair, some clothes. When you watch infomercials, you think you can get rich by placing tiny classified ads in newspapers. When you place tiny classified ads in newspapers, you subscribe to those papers to make sure your ad is running. When you subscribe to a bunch of newspapers, they pile up at your house, making it look like you're not home. When you look like you're not home, Girl Scouts don't come to your door. When Girl Scouts don't come to your door, you don't get to buy Girl Scout cookies. Don't miss out on Girl Scout cookies. Get rid of get-rich-quick schemes from infomercials and upgrade to Money Talks. This is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. Don't forget the Girl Scouts. You know, uh, cookie sales are still ongoing, and um, I have heard that uh, you know they usually run till about mid-April. But uh, if you've been to Kroger lately, you probably have not seen 
a Girl Scout selling cookies at the front. Oh, out front. Yeah, yeah. Their their uh, booth sales, I think, are supposed to last into April. So uh, they are being negatively impacted. Uh, your cookies well, might be a little stale, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep in mind, the shelf life of a samosa is in excess of five hundred years. Five hundred, yeah. Well, I tell you it's what, a Samoa, by the way. It's a Samoa. Samoa. <laughs> what well, that saved you? <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, all the harsh talk here. Uh, anyway, the the uh, uh, Girl Scouts are, I I believe, if anyone else is like me, you're not going to forget Girl Scout cookies. And when they show back up, um, y'all enjoy. Uh, I would like to, again, tell you how you can get in touch with us. Our question hotline is one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. That's the automated piece. Uh, if you'd like to call and talk to a human, 770-429-9166. Uh, and then you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Speaking of which, uh, hensler.com is where you can find our website. Uh, we've got lots of information on there. You can go on and uh, answer a lot of your own questions if they're broad enough. Uh, you wouldn't even have to contact us, but I do encourage you to go. In fact, there's a new thing on the website, uh, Monty Talks newsletter, uh, that you can sign up for. It comes out every Tuesday and recaps the show. Uh, we got featured links uh, to articles and uh, videos that we also produce. Uh, the good thing is there is no charge for this. It's free, my favorite price. Uh, and the uh, the information you will have to give us, your email, but we don't share those contacts. So any email that you would receive in response to those is going to come from Hensler. Uh, and and uh, I mean, you know, we don't we don't inundate people with those kind of uh, emails anyway. Again, that's Hensler.com slash newsletters. That's with an S. It's plural newsletters. So uh, we'd love to have you include those uh, that content in your weekly reading pile all right so uh bill we were we've been kicking around the ways that uh, small businesses can benefit and you know there's always uh, a way that that the consumer is yeah. is going to be helped in every single way well gene so uh i'm going to talk about refinancing r- right now so i've had some scenarios come up this week where i'm helping clients refinance and and um so i i really want to help people think through the process it's not just about can I get a lower payment or a lower interest rate? So, Gene, we'll, we'll take the first scenario was we, we have somebody who had paid their mortgage down to 250 grand, let's call it, um, and they wanted to pull money out. So, in Georgia, non in Georgia conforming, meaning a, a normal conventional 30-year mortgage that can be sold by Freddie and Fannie or backed by Freddie and Fannie, can go up to 510 thousand dollars. So, in this particular case, this person could pull out. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to, in in what they wanted to do was take advantage of the downturn. Right. So what's the rate? Do you have any? Did you get that? Yeah. So it's three and a quarter percent, or they could buy it down to three percent. Okay. And so that they would they would charge one point to buy it down. So you're talking five thousand dollars to buy it down. Yeah. So, well, what's the payoff on that? When you say payoff, what do you mean? Well, I mean, is that if I do that, how much lower is my mortgage payment? Okay, I got you. So, so basically, it was a seventy dollars difference between refinancing at three and a quarter versus three percent. So, that's what seven years? Yeah. Forget it. Right. So, what's the normal rule of thumb? Three. Well, I don't know if there's a normal rule of thumb, but seven years is ridiculous. Yeah, I tend to try to keep it around twenty-four months to three years. Yeah, and well, you know, obviously. You, you want to do you want to 
be in your home that long. Yeah, of course. And that, that's the first thing. Right. Uh, be consideration. But seven years is ridiculous. Um, it doesn't make any sense. You could take the $5,000 and theoretically in seven years, okay? Right. Um, growing at the market rate, it's uh, going to be $10,000. Right. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yep. And so you're, you're foolish to do that. All right. So, so it doesn't pay to, to buy down. And I, I just want to spend a minute here because here's what you're going to get from your loan officer, okay? They're going to say, okay, here's the rate with just traditional closing costs, and here's the rate when you add this 1% fee in. Yeah. They're not doing anything nefarious here. This just you no. can you can buy the rate down, but you've got to do the math. So you have to say, okay, what's the difference between my payment without paying the one percent, and what is the difference with paying the one percent, and how long do I, you know, does it going to take me to get my money back? So in the case of this one, it was seventy dollars a month, which is going to take around six years and seven months or something. So it doesn't pay. So do the three and a quarter. Now, any reason why we should advise them not to pull the money out? Um. Not if they're just going to go out and spend it. Okay, but if they were going to do it because they want to well, go invest. Well, let's just say their, their, their car is an old rattle trap, and they've been putting $200 a month to keep it on the road. Then why not, rather than going to lease a car for 10 years, or whatever they're doing it right now, buy a decent-sized car and pay cash for it. And use your house and then to your, do that. And then the interest is deductible. Yeah, I got it. Now, what about borrowing against the house to buy stocks? Well, it seems to me that if you have a long-run approach and you're getting 30-year money, that it would be appropriate to it, move it into okay. the stock market, dollar-cost averaging, of course, over time. And the other side of it is if you're low on liquidity, it would be a perfect time to do it. Another thing to keep in mind is there's some people out there who are playing insurance because they didn't have enough down payment. That's true. And, yep. and now... By just refinancing and say, I'm not going to take any money out, their payments are going to drop not just by the interest rate, but by the amount they're paying for insurance right. because they didn't have a large enough down payment. Right. That's PMI. a huge deal. No, it is a huge deal. Yep, 100%. All right, one other scenario. So I, I have a scenario where a person's in a jumbo loan, so they owe $545,000 on the house yeah. at 3.875. No big deal. They can make the payments. None of this is really an issue. But they could put 35 grand into the house to pay down the mortgage to 510 and then get basically save $400 a month. So how do you think so about it? How much money into it? 35 grand to to buy it down, yeah. And they buy it down. Mm -hmm. Now the money doesn't go away. This is And they save $400 a month. Right, cuz the interest rate will be 3 and a quarter for 30 years. But the what will take them 10 years to get their money back. Yeah, right? but but think about it now. This is where I have an issue with it. So my closing costs, right? It, it oh, takes yeah. me, it takes me less than a year to get back. Okay, but if I but the thirty five grand doesn't disappear, it goes into my house. It's equity. It's not like it's a cost, right? Uh, oh, all right, okay. You see what I'm saying? Thinking. So I'm just trying to think about how to think about it because, from my perspective, what well, if you're going to live in the house for ten or twelve years? Why wouldn't you want the lowest interest rate possible? And if if you've got the liquidity to pay down the house, what do you care? It's still in the house. It's not like it disappears. Well, that makes perfect sense. Okay. Uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, every one of these doggone things is different, Bill. Right. I mean, and um, that's why it might be good to have a financial advisor. Oh, my God. Should we give out oh, a phone number? The last thing I would want to do is promote financial advisors on this show. 770-429-9166. And here's what I will tell you. This is Dollar Bill Laco. If you want help 
when you get your quote from your mortgage person, if you want me to review it for you, because I'm good at this now, I can do this in about 10 minutes. I knew the answers before I asked him. So there you go. <laughs> I've worked for him for I think 30 years. I've been working on these things on the side, folks. <laughs> Just a little right. bit. But if you, if you want a second opinion, call me, and I won't charge you a nickel to review it with you. Because the, the, these numbers, there's only two or three numbers that really matter when you're really looking at how to, how to make this decision. And, and, uh, and, and by the way, the lenders make it rather confusing. They do, and they don't mean to. It's just how they no, have to no, report it. it they just speak a different language. Yeah, yeah. We've broken the code. We have there, the cipher. We have the cipher. <laughs> the, the Rosetta Stone of mortgage. So, but, but I know we only got like forty-five seconds, Gene. But seriously, yeah. you would be okay with somebody putting thirty-five grand in equity in their house to get their payment down four hundred bucks a month? Yeah, I would be okay. That's kind of what I thought, too. And under those conditions where there's no liquidity pressure whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, I haven't done this in ages, and I just had a wonderful time. Well, awesome. Good. Yeah. Uh, keep asking me, and I'll keep rejecting you, but yeah. uh, please ask. <laughs> well, we, hey, we bring you out for the disasters. I mean, you're 80 years old. You've seen a lot of this crap. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So. All right, guys. All right, All right. What are we saying? Thanks for having me. Thanks Mark, for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, mark it up, I say, this week. Uh, flat. Bill's flat again. Oh, no. Hey, flat's good. There we go again. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.